Hey friends, it's your host, Steph Connell, lifelong goal getter, betterment seeker, and both a student and master of making mindset matter. Through my 10 years of experience in coaching and leadership, I've seen passion and purpose diminish to form life's cookie cutter mold. And due to that, you see the train of unhappiness get more and more bogged down. My mission in life is to get a rise out of you. Together, we are building a community of women who can not only voice their vision, but bring that to fruition. You are daring. You are valued. You are needed. And you are ever growing, my friend. The world needs our courage, and we are bringing it on strong. So without further ado, let's get to it. It's time to be bold. Hey, how are you today? I'm so excited. I think I start every podcast off like that. I'm so excited. I have to be. I have to be excited. I really do because I always look forward to hanging out with you. And so this is always the thing that happens is like I started off with I'm excited because I truly am excited to hang out with you because it's an opportunity for us to have growth. I really love discussing things that just bring light to areas that we may not have seen in a certain way before. You know me. I'm all about that aha moment. That's why I do the wake-up calls, right? So I have a beautiful story that's really got my heart on fire in regards to us as women and acknowledging something that we may not have really identified in this way before. Now, we all know the mom guilt thing, okay? And please stay on even if you're not a mom because this is going to be so relevant to you as a woman because it's going to relate both ways. It's just a story that highlights in the mom experience, but you're going to see as I share this story. So let me let me dive into it. So I'm dropping Emberlyn off at school, a typical morning, and I remember I'm getting her out of the vehicle and there's another mom there. She's got the van door open and one of her sons is out waiting and the other one is screaming and crying in the car. And all I heard was, come on, I can't remember his name, but come on, um, mommy has to go to work today. I can't do this. Okay, you know that feeling. Okay, if you're, I, I hate the label of this, but a working mom, every mom is a working mom. But you know what I mean. If you're out of the house and you need to have the routine of dropping your children off somewhere and then going to a paying job, I'll put it that way because it's not a paying job to be at home with your children. It pays in different ways. So, you know, I hear her frustration and I totally get this. That's me in the morning. I'm like, come on, guys, we got to go. We got to go. You know, that rush to be on time and all the things. So we're walking in and I just kind of, I actually did this on purpose where I said to Emberlyn, I'm like, Em, so we just want to make sure that we're just really focused and we're just, we're determined. We're not moseying around in the morning because we need to be on time for things. When I pick you up in the evening, we make, we can then, we can take our time to get home and all the things. There's no timeline, but in the mornings we want to be very focused. Okay. And I just randomly dropped that there because the mom was walking behind me and she, she said, Oh, can you tell that to my son? He's now crying out in the car. And I just, I feel like a bad mom right now. And I was like, oh, nope, that's the structure. We got to do that in the morning. And then I remember when we got over to uh, where they hang their coats and 
I overheard another thing, like she kind of felt bad about what was going on, but you could see there was a lot of emotion going on. And I just said, you know what? This is just our opportunity. Just kind of lighten the conversation. I was like, you know what? This is our opportunity to say when I was your age, I had to go to school, whether I was, you know, puking or whatever. We walked uphill both ways. This is our time now. (laughs) But I remember trying to lighten the conversation so she could feel at least a little bit of funniness out of it and not feel so bad. And then she brought in the daycare provider out in the hall and just kind of explained the situation that was going on. Again, I couldn't remember the little guy's name, but she was saying how, I don't know, he's out in the car complaining about how his tummy is hurting right now. All this morning, he was fine until we started to come here. He had his breakfast. Everything was fine. Now he's out there screaming and crying. I mean, gosh, am I a bad mom for just wanting to bring him into school? And I looked at her and I was like, no, don't you do that. You are not a bad mom. It is completely normal. Don't you do that to yourself. That is mom guilt. And I identified it for her. That is mom guilt happening for you. No, no, not bad at all. And then I went on about my day and I know she continued the conversation and she was bringing the worker out to the vehicle to kind of have a conversation. But I lay that out because on my drive to work, Usually I love to listen to a podcast, I set my tone or have some meditation music or depending on my vibe, maybe it's a little bit upbeat and I'm just like jamming out, depends. However, I sat in silence for that complete drive and I I thought about it because I've been there and I no longer am there with the mom guilt. And I want to identify the reason I say mom guilt is because of this specific scenario But I want you to realize that it's not just mom guilt. If you're not a mom, it's a female thing. We do the guilt thing really well. We feel it is our responsibility for somebody else to feel good. That we we always do that. If someone else is upset from, we want to take that pain away. And I'm going to identify why. There's a few things here. And I feel the best thing to know why is going to help us just kind of go, oh, have that aha moment, and then we can move forward. We can go, oh, I know what's happening there. I can identify it and move on. So what's happening there is, A, we have the natural ability, this is nature right now, as females, women, we have the characteristic to nurture. That is an element that leads a lot of our feelings and emotions. We feel we are responsible for other people's emotions and soothing it and making them feel better. So the mom guilt in that scenario, the little guy, he was crying, he was upset. She was torn because of that natural need to heal, but also she needed to go to work. So there was a torn element there. The other thing that I just want to identify here in this situation is, let's unpack this for a second. Why would you feel bad as a mom that you need to send your child to school that doesn't feel like it? Why would you feel like that's a bad mom? Can you unpack this with me for a quick second? Let's think about it. Why would you feel like a bad mom? Is it from years and years historically that what's identified as a good mom is one that's at home cooking and cleaning and they're the 
to tend to the family at all times. Is that what was seen as a good mom? Now, no one is saying that. No one is saying that right now. But is it our own guilt and shame that we identify that is what a good mom is? That's rolling around in our heads. The reason I ask that is because I did this quite often when I would have to, you know, go to an evening demonstration with business after the kids would come home and they would cry when they see me go. Did I ever feel like that? You know, or not myself, but would my husband ever feel like that when he had to go to work? I asked myself, why do we feel like that? Because we feel that A, we have that natural element to feel the need to nurture, that it is our job, but also on top of it, do we feel that the image of what a good mom is, is always being available and being at home? But we have a love and a passion and desire to maybe work. So we're torn. And so we tell ourselves that we're a bad mom not a bad person necessarily. We know and identify that we love to work and do all these things. We're a great person, but I'm a bad mom. Why would you say that? The third thing to identify, and you can use this in your own scenario. The third thing to identify is where is the proof that you're a bad mom? Now, I hope you're seeing this scenario. You can take mom out of this scenario. Where am I a bad person? Where am I a bad wife? Where am I a bad girlfriend? Where am I a bad student? identify where's the proof of that. And not only if you can't find the proof, which you probably can't, I want you to find the proof that you're a good one. Identify that proof and that meaning. So interesting as I unpacked that on my drive, it was so interesting to see all of those things. Hey, I'm popping in for a quick second to let you know that it doesn't take hard work to feel your very best. This morning, I woke up and felt so overjoyed and grateful for making the choice to stick to the plan. As a woman with genetics against me, hypothyroidism, and just having my third baby at the age of 35, (laughs) weight never sheds easily. I'm excited to share that eight months postpartum, I am well on my way to losing all the baby weight. Each month, it seems so depleting though, as it was only pound by pound. Small, seemingly insignificant steps left me feeling like, why do I even bother? You feel me? But my stick-to-itness left every pound adding up at the end to be a whopping 57 pounds down, increased energy, and I feel so confident. I didn't starve myself, and I didn't crash diet. I simply self-loved and stuck to the plan. I trusted the process and I knew overnight success is not a real thing. So listen, as a friend, for a brief moment, I am giving you complete access to my very own personal shopping cart where you can see what I've implemented into my life to help aid me in the process to being my best self. The cool part is, as my personal friend, you have the ability to use this as your own and even better. I've got you 40% off my all-time favorites for my New Year's body reset. It's right here in the link in the show notes. Go grab it before that lovely voice starts telling you it won't work for you because this message is finding you for a reason, my friend. Just hit the pause. It takes two seconds and click on the link. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Or maybe you do have something to lose. Okay, got it? 
All right, let's get back to the show. The last part to this that I want to share with you is that I've overcome that. And I want to share with you another aspect of this that I think is really going to help in those scenarios is that you become better yourself. You become better yourself. The moment that you know and identify and you can unpack these things and work through these things and you know factually that you are not a bad mom, you're not a bad person, you're not a bad student, you're not a bad girlfriend, whatever the scenario, the moment that you unpack that, you no longer will feel those anymore. And you go through that. So I know if anyone was to ever ask me, do you feel like a bad mom? I mean, guys, I have total range of things that I do wrong. Are there things that I do wrong? Yes, 100%. Do I, do I yell at my kids? Yes, I do. Do I, oh, what's another one? Sleep in times? Yes, yes, I do. Do I, do I eat chocolate? Yes, I do. Do I drink wine? Yes, I do. All these things that, you know, like if you have goals and focuses, things that you want to do that you think you have to go by these specific guidelines and that if you're not doing them, if you're not that perfect picture, then you're a bad whatever. Okay, no, you do things as a human being. This is called being a human being. But if you do those things, that's fine. It doesn't mean you're a bad mom. It doesn't mean you're a bad girlfriend. It simply means like you're amazing. Go through everything that is amazing that you do. I want you to really identify as a total picture. The total image is amazing. You're fabulous. Do you do something wrong? Yes, 100%. We all do. That's part of figuring it out. But I want you to know something as we go out here that nothing will keep you more in your place. Ooh, I hate that. Ooh. Could you imagine some, oh man, <laughs> those are the kind of things I don't like. Could you imagine somebody just saying, I'm going to keep you in your place? That means something has power over you and control over you. That doesn't work for me. So nothing will keep you more in your place, meaning you'll have no growth, you will continue to feel the pain, and you will feel chained to your current lifestyle. Nothing will keep you more there than the guilt and shame you place on yourself. I want you to identify the fact that this is what you are allowing in. You are allowing that. That's a boundary that you've put down. And maybe you've con- you've put up the boundary now that when people say that, you, it's like a guard. I have a podcast that you can resort back to that kind of distinguishes the difference between boundaries and having a guard up, like a wall. There's a difference. A lot of people confuse the two. Boundaries are, are strong and structured beforehand and you've worked through things and it's like you can tell the difference between what somebody is providing for you and you decide if it can come in or not. Whereas a wall is unwelcoming completely and there's emotion that builds walls. So you're angry, for example. So if somebody says something shameful, like I'm going to put you in your place, you get angry, you get triggered, you get, uh, 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 right? But unfortunately, it still comes in. 
A boundary is having the acknowledgement of it being there. And again, going through this process of identifying that you're not allowing it in, right? Is it the truth? No, it's not the truth. So any shame or guilt that rolls around this is something that you have not processed and dealt with. If you ever get the guilt or shame factor in any scenario or on anything, you feel bad that you did this. I I feel awful that I did this. And yes, I still have it. If you have any of those scenarios, then that needs to be worked on. You need to identify where the source is of that. You need to do it in a calm state, not in an emotional state. And of course, we always have emotional calm is an emotion. However, what I mean is you need to come from it from an outer perspective. When you're at a relaxed state and you can think with a logical, you can walk through the steps. Where did it come from? Why would I feel this way? Is it the truth? And why would somebody else feel that towards me? But in the scenario that we're talking about right now, mom guilt or, you know, wife or student, whatever the scenario, as a woman... It's very easy. We can identify there's a few things that can trigger it, but we need to work through that because I am a great example in the scenario that I never, I have identified mom guilt. I've identified it and I've processed why I could feel it. And I'm reassuring to myself that it is not true. Do I still have guilt? Oh, 100% over it, but not in this manner. It, it'll come at different aspects. So it's so important to work through those things, that shame and guilt that will arise so that you can be in your best state. And also remember this. I always love the parenting aspect because we, not only did we create small human beings that are duplicates of ourself, ah, key there, duplicates of ourself. Whatever you go through, this pain right now, that shame and guilt, if we allow it to continue, they continue it. And that's what drives me. Doesn't that drive you? Just knowing like if you have this little being that you're responsible for their problems that they have in life. (laughs) When I found that out, I was like, whoa, it's different once you have them there. But knowing that you are responsible for someone else and their lack of ability to work through their own problems. And what that meant to me, guys, I'm going to share something real with you right now. Have you ever had a suicidal thought? Could you imagine your own child doing the same because you don't know how to work through it? You don't know how to create the foundation and lead a legacy of how to enjoy and go through life? Sorry if that really triggered somebody, but that is the truth. Could you imagine that? I imagine that, and that is why I bring this forward. Nothing, nothing could break my heart more knowing that I provided a broken path for my children because I was too scared to fix it that I thought it was too hard, it was too much work. That's why we're here. Sorry, but not sorry. (laughs) As I started this conversation, I had a plan for a wake-up call and was going to motor through this so that you could have just a brief 10 minutes, but I gave you a gift today. We went into a deep conversation of the whole guilt and shame aspect, but I hope that was a great story for you to just, it was so good for me because 
on the other side, after I worked through it, I saw somebody else go through it. And the best thing that you can do for somebody, can we just lock arms with each other? Can we be friends? Can we really shed guidance and love and compassion to the other people that we see? You might not be going through this right now and you might not connect with that. I know you can connect with that. If there's anyone out there that never shames themselves, I'll be like, teach me your ways because we all grew up with something that I'm sure we shame ourselves over. But in this scenario, the mom guild, it's almost like it came in and uh, like, (laughs) guys, (laughs) I was like the most masculine form of a woman ever, I feel like, because I I grew up thinking I wasn't going to have kids and I was just success driven and I was like all this nurture mummy stuff didn't really connect with me. And here I am in life once I had kids, it just came out of nowhere. And so it's really interesting some of the natural elements that I know that could come from it. So we did unpack it. But it's such a beautiful thing to acknowledge and bring to light that it's going on. And I was so happy to lock arms and be like, girl, don't you do that. Don't you do that. That is mom guilt. That is not the truth. Don't you do that. And I want you to do that for somebody else today. Or I hope somebody, if not somebody, I am doing it for you right now. Girl, don't you do that. Don't you do that. I want you to find the evidence of all the amazing things around how you are so good at what it is that you do. Don't you allow that guilt in. You're fucking fabulous. Don't let anybody else, including yourself, tell you otherwise. Have a great day. So listen, I really enjoyed spending these moments with you today, and I hope you did too. My gratitude is through the roof. But in order for us to make even more magic in this world, we've got to spend more time together. Make it your focus to connect consistently so you can continue to gain and change up your days to come. Secondly, we are a direct result of who we hang around with and now you're in the world of becoming better. By sharing this episode, you're making an impact in someone's life and frankly, we're just better together. And don't forget to tag me so I can send some love and shout outs back, my friend. Until next time, this is your host, Steph on Be Bold. If you have found yourself really enjoying our time together and value high-level conversation, or maybe your heart and mind is simply so full of so much knowledge that you need to share it with the world around you, starting a podcast has probably crossed your mind a time or two. Podcasting was on my heart for years, but I was left feeling overwhelmed simply because it was a wild beast and I'd never stepped foot in that area before. And that's where Buzzsprout came in and saved the day and gave us this time together. It makes podcasting so simple and so effective. It's so effective, in fact, that it has helped over 100,000 people launch their own podcast, and I'm one of them. Buzzsprout will help you get your podcast into every major platform like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. You also have this clean and professional-looking podcast site and audios you can drop into other websites, tools to promote your episode, and analytics to see who's listening and where, and so much more. And as a helpful aid, Buzzsprout is sharing weekly updates and tools to keep me informed so I can be mastering my podcasting skills from the very best. To start your own podcast and receive your very own $20 Amazon gift card, follow the link in the show notes. This lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you and helps support the show. Thank you, Buzzsprout, for being the easiest way to start a podcast.